Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,461. Power is nothing without control. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I am revved up and so excited to share with you today a very special guest, Jeannie Zhao. Jeannie Zhao is the owner, co-owner of several companies, including ZK Performance, along with Mike Kojima of Moto IQ, an online retailer of an automotive detailing product. She is also the owner of Afina Consulting, specializing in data analytics, consumer feedback, and company strategic planning and operations, and co-owner of Big Tech's Barbecue, believe it or not, in Bogota, Colombia. You are everywhere. She is an enthusiastic sports car enthusiast, a diehard Porsche-file, I love that, and seeks to immerse herself in all things automotive, from car clubs to canyon runs to track days and pit reporting at IMSA. Her past corporate career has been in data analytics in the consumer goods and economic sector, Jeannie is also a certified mediator. We'll be right back to talk to Jeannie, but first, a word from our valued sponsors that make Carjia possible. Winter's here and things can get a little messy. Rain, snow, salt, mud, dirt, and everything Mother Nature comes up with can hurt the finishes of your vehicles, both inside and out. I'm not worried, though, because I've used Covercraft car covers on my rides since 1975. Today, Covercraft offers you a total solution to vehicle protection. They make the best-fitting, finest-made car covers in the world and offer a wide variety of materials, colors, and options that protect your paint and the interior, too. Live where it's sunny all the time? Lucky. Covercraft dash covers and sunscreens are the best. Got pets? Messy kids? Messy in-laws? Or just messy friends? Covercraft seat covers are the perfect fit and the perfect solution for keeping your seats looking new and don't forget their custom fit floor mats and trunk liners they are a must-have for all your vehicles your cars truck van or whatever you drive will say thank you and i've got a deal for you during january 2020 you can get 10 percent off plus free shipping on all covercraft products that's right go to covercraft.com and use the code yeah 120 that's y-e-a-h 120 at checkout that's covercraft.com and use the code yeah 120 at checkout Edelbrock has been the name in automotive performance since 1938. Edelbrock designs and builds thousands of the finest automotive performance products right here in the USA for both street and track. From their AVS2 carburetors to V6 superchargers, if it's more power you crave, Edelbrock delivers. Let's talk superchargers. Whether it's an application-specific system or a universal fit, their precision-made assemblies come in multiple stages for a wide variety of makes and models. Their V6 superchargers are dyno-tested and ensure the perfect fit and maximum horsepower torque Plus added boost. You'll get huge power gains. I mean huge power gains. Quality construction you can trust and backed by decades of knowledge, Edelbrock is a brand that provides you with proven performance. And I've got a deal for you. This January 2020, you can get 10% off, 10% off if you use the code CARSYA at checkout. Just go to edelbrock.com and use CARSYA, all one word, at checkout and get 10% off. Tell them Mark at CARSYA sent you. That's edelbrock.com, checkout code CARSYA for your 10% off. 
Hey, Jeannie. Hello and welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Hey, Mark. Thanks so much for having me. I'm ready to go. I know. You always are. I know you love to drive. You love to drive fast, so that's probably a redundant question for you. (laughs) Could you say hello to the audience? Tell them just a little bit about yourself and about your businesses. Sure. Um, Hi, everybody. I'm Jeannie Zhao, as as Mark said. I am kind of if you look at everything I do, it really does seem like I'm kind of all over the place. Um, people tend to think I'm a little bit nuts and, you know, it looks like everything I do has nothing to do with each other. But the common ground, though, is that it's stuff that I love and working with people that I like. And those are my two main rules with anything that I do. I don't care, you know, who anybody is. If I don't like them, I don't want to work with them. And it's <laughs> good way to go be, through life. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know what? It's been really helpful because I, I definitely yeah. know people that end up, you know, regretting certain things because um, yeah. of the people that they work with. And I just want to surround myself with, you know, people I like and things that I have a passion for you know, it just drives you. It gives you like that natural drive for you to love the things that you do. And you know, it doesn't feel like work. It's really true. What yeah. They well, you know, mom was right. Hang out with people uh, that support you and motivate you and push you. Uh, be careful who you select as your friends. And, you know, a lot of times people pick friends or people, acquaintances, and then they don't realize, why is this person dragging me down? And why do I don't feel good about myself? And, or why is this person not pushing me, you know, driving me to be better? I know I married a, a woman who's way smarter than me, and boy, she keeps me on my toes, and I'm glad I did that. She That's doesn't a smart allow me move to, on your part. <laughs> it doesn't allow me to be lazy at all. Well, listen, one thing I want you to share before I jump into my first question is, tell me one thing that many people may not know about you. Well, I'm kind of an anatomical oddity, I guess, according to various medical professionals. Oh, um, I know that just sounds weird. Yeah. But like, for instance, I'm missing six joints in my feet. I found that out when I had surgery a few years ago. And the foot doctor just was like, you know, you have one of the weirdest pairs of feet I've ever seen. That so, is yeah, bizarre. So how do you walk? <laughs> that is so I'm perfectly never... fine, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I had to get the surgery because my feet are too flexible. And so I, and that's the same case with my fingers. So I have these weirdly double jointed fingers that usually gross people out when I show them. So I guess it's a good thing that this is just audio mark or otherwise there's some chance I might gross you out. (laughs) We'll just leave to the listener's imagination what we're talking about here, but that's what makes you unique. And I think that's pretty cool. So (laughs) I I like that quite a bit. You know, another thing that I want to share about you, I think is really cool. You are a Marks woman. You love to go shoot, right? I do. I do. I, it's, you know, I started off just sometimes I think about worst case scenarios and I started off shooting because I was like, okay, what if I'm getting, you know, the bank is getting robbed. I'm in the bank. And I just thought, you know, I don't want to be around guns and feel uncomfortable with them. So I went over to the LAX firing range and, you know, paid a hundred dollars to take a class. And the guy said, like, have you taken classes before? You're probably better than like 99% of the people that come in here and shoot. So, you know, kind of got started there. And then my business partner, Mike Kojima, encouraged me. Um, he's, you know, a shooter as well, encouraged me to start building my own guns and customizing them. And there's a huge overlap, by the way, between car people and gun people. I think it's just because it's cool stuff that you can customize, you can build to, you know, how it feels right for you. And, then you can go out and compete and do a lot of fun stuff. So it's, um, yeah, I, I love it. And I think it's something that makes me feel, you know, empowered. And I know people say that a lot about that stuff from women, but it really teaches you a lot of things. And it's not just about, wow, can I take somebody down if they, you know, confront me in my home? It really helps you 
get in touch with your surroundings. It helps you pay attention more. And I think overall, like learning how to shoot well teaches you how to be disciplined. It teaches you how to pay attention to things around you. And overall, all of that makes you less of a victim, which I think is important for women. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's interesting because my next door neighbor got me into uh, shooting at the range years ago. He was a range officer. He was a Mm -hmm. safety uh, teacher. And I took my wife and kids over because we hadn't had weapons before, and I wanted everyone to understand, be safe with them, understand them, and so forth. And my wife and my daughter were, like, right out of the box, better shooters than my son and I. And, you know, my son and I kind of felt a little macho-ness getting attacked there a little bit, like, oh, wait a minute, why, why are they so good? But my neighbor, Bill, he said, you know what, this is pretty common because women listen better to instruction. Yeah, sorry, guys, but they do. And and also, they're more patient and a little bit more focused. And I learned that lesson a little more when I visited the Ducati Motorcycle Factory in Italy. The people on the factory line doing the very intricate work of wiring were all women. When I was there, I said, I noticed something odd. There was a lot of guys working here, but in this department, they're all women. And the, the lady giving the tour smiled, and she said, well, women are a lot more focused on details. And this part of the bike building is very important. It's all the electronics. Everything has to work. So, yeah, maybe that's a, a part of it, but I, I commend you for taking control over your life that way. And you know what? Just shooting is fun. I mean, it's focused. You have to focus on what you're doing. You can forget about everything else. Uh, it's just a fun thing to go do. So there you go. And I noticed on your website, you actually have a, a product, a cleaning surface product for weapons that you've created, right? It's, uh, it's funny. We call it Genie's Cutting Edge Gun Lube. So, it's basically a CL, you know, we call it a lube, but it's really a CLP. And it's it got some nanotech in there. Um, the website will tell you all that, so I won't get into it. But it basically came about because I really hate cleaning guns. And my, you know, Mike Kojima used to yell at me all the time that I need to clean these things. And I was like, why? This is just lame. Why can't I just not clean it? <laughs> so we ended up coming up with a, um, you know, we found something, We, you know, that I, we worked on with chemists and we just discovered, hey, this was originally application, you know, that could use be used for other things. And we found like, hey, this is a great application for guns. So a lot of what we like to do is just solve problems. And if we think there's something else that's, you know, it's think there's something that's not really, you know, there's not like a product that fits that need. We'd rather just yeah. start building something ourselves. And that's sure. fun. You know, it's fun yeah. just to be like, okay, you know, let's, anybody could fix it. But if they haven't, then you got to just do it yourself. Yeah. Well, you know, you keep your cars clean. You got to keep your weapons clean. That's how they operate better. I'm going to try some of that product. I'll remind our listeners, you can go to the website. I'll put a link on Jeannie's show notes page on the Cars Yeah website, ZK Performance. I'm going to give this product a try and share it with my next door neighbor, see what he has to say. We'll give you a report back. How does that sound? Awesome. Thanks, Brad. I would definitely love to hear your feedback. And uh, I'll actually send you a um, discount code too. So if anybody, you know, connects through um, cars, yeah, uh, they can, I'll just give you a There you go. Hey, awesome. We appreciate that. Thank you. Well, listen, as we continue on your journey, I want to ask you for a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that has meaning for you, your life, your business, perhaps. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on cars. Yeah. So Jeannie, grab the wheel. You know, I've always really liked um, the Pirelli slogan, actually, which is power is nothing without control. I've loved that since I was a kid and 
were first into cars. And I love the idea of that slogan having to do with cars. But, you know, it really has a lot to do with general life as well. And a lot of people just think, well, you know, if you have the money, if you have the power, if you have everything that you need, then everything should just be kind of free flowing. But, you know, the the control part of it for me and how that applies to life and how I translate that to life, business, anything in general, is that you really have to have a consistent way to harness whatever that power is to do exactly what you want. Because if there's something that's out of control, it doesn't help you. It doesn't help you at all. And it doesn't help how you interact with people. It doesn't help because, you know, you see people blatantly use power for things that don't lead people, that don't inspire people, that because it's not just about you, it's about your team, it's about everybody you work with. And knowing how to use that power in different ways, I think is really important. Oh, absolutely. Especially in leadership by far. Um, Yeah means everything and you can you can see real quick when uh when people that have great power don't have control and where that takes them uh many times it takes their life out of control and leads them down very very bad paths much much uh to the chagrin of the people that are around them as well i love it power is nothing without control yeah that's a great slogan tell us what has you excited and fired up these days about your businesses now you're involved in a lot of everything so let's start with zk performance well, ZK uh, is something that uh, Mike Kojima and I started because, you know, we are kind of just randomly out to solve problems. And we came across some interesting chemicals and applications. And we decided, like, we love how these products work. And they work with the things that we're passionate about, which is cars and guns. So the the detailer is really great. I mean, we started using it for Formula Drift cars, which Mike uh, works with a lot. And, um, you know, he's a great chassis engineer. And so we're constantly doing stuff around Formula Drift. And, you know, if you put this stuff on first, uh, basically, it's a great, amazing cleaner. It When you put it on, it's basically scratchless. You kind of have these little particles that lift up all the dust or whatever contaminants off of the surface so that when you wipe it, there is, there are just no scratches. And that's something amazing because it used to take me two, three hours to wash my car. Nobody ever washed my car. I did it myself at the self-car wash because I'm in Santa Monica and I have no hose and driveway or whatever. So I, I go to the you know dollar car wash and I spent $20 and sit there for three hours trying to clean my car because you know, you have to meticulously do this and you're familiar with detailing and car oh, products, right? Oh you yeah. Know that yep. You can't be wiping stuff because you're really just, when you water wash, you're just wiping all that dirt against the, the clear coat and you're yeah, that's how you scratching. Yep. Yeah. So now we have this waterless wash that solved all my problems. So instead of two, three hours to wash my car, I only take about 20 minutes, about three, four microfiber cloths. I'm done. Easy. Wow. Very cool. So to spray on, gently wipe off. I always say people, if you're using a spray on cleaner and addressing whatever it might be on paint, wheels or, or paint or glass or chrome, whatever it is, gentle first wipes, flip a cloth over, another wipe. I assume you're, you are a proponent of uh, microfiber cloths, very soft mi- microfiber. Yes, definitely the microfiber, but you actually don't yeah. have to be that gentle with our product because wow. once you kind of spray it on, like I said, it kind of um, encapsulates and, lick, it, it encapsulates and lifts off the particle from the paint. Oh so my there's gosh. 
yeah, so you basically, you won't have anything touching the paint at all. So when you I wipe it. I gotta try some of this. You should yeah. try this. I'm going to send you some. I'm going to send you some because I've done this like where we're at, you know, Porsche Experience Center for yeah. the, the morning shift show and I'm cleaning my car. I have literally had people come by me like, you know, you can't clean your car like that, right? You can't, you can't wipe like that. You're going to scratch your car. And then it's, but it's a good, you know, way for me to kind of segue into talking about it. And, uh, you know, we have lots of people that use our products, um, you know, that tell us they love it. And yeah, we have a great time with it. You can clean wheels, you can clean everything with it on the car. Well, I can't wait to try both these products that you have. I'm going to give them a try and I'll give you a shout out there. And again, I'll put a link to ZK Performance on uh, Jeannie's show notes page. Uh, go there, check it out. If Will this uh, this code that you're going to provide me, can people use that for the detailer too, to give it a shot for first time? Oh, it'll just be, um, I'll just do like a straight discount on the whole purchase. Okay. So, yep. All right. There you go. Hey, Give it a shot. I can't wait to get some. I'm going to give this a try because I love <laughs> taking care of my cars. Absolutely. Now, you're involved in a lot of different businesses and things. So let me ask you this. And you're, you're welcome to talk about any of your businesses. I, I, I scratch my head and I go, a barbecue place in Bogota, Colombia? What? What's that all about? So if I told you the whole story, it would sound it would... Even, even weirder. So okay. I'm pretty, I'm mostly how about the, Chinese. How about the condensed version? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll make if there it is quick. one. Yeah, it it is quick. So a Chinese girl and an Indian guy got together and uh, started a Texas barbecue restaurant in Bogota, Colombia, in South America. Why so, Bogota? Well, so my um, partner there, Umar, he is actually an Indian guy who was born in the South American country of Suriname. And then at I think he was like two and moved to Austin. So he actually really grew up in Austin and, uh, you know, the, the Texas barbecue there. So he's very familiar with that. And then um, he moved back to Suriname, eventually wanted to go to a new country to start a new restaurant and called me and said, hey, do you want to partner with me and make some Texas barbecue? The funny thing is in South America, I'm sure I'm going to, you know, uh, just offend somebody here, but I'm, I'm an offensive person sometimes, Mark, so I'll just roll with it. Um, okay. <laughs> um, but I love it. I really didn't find that much good meat in South America. And I was surprised because I, you know, you think about like Brazilian, um, you know, well, you got to go to Argentina. That's where the stakes are. Oh my gosh. Oh, I definitely want it. You know, I was there a few years ago. I was both in Brazil and Argentina and I don't think I ate a whole lot of meat, but I'm going to have to go back and try it. Yeah. But at least yeah they're Columbia, known for their beef. Yeah. At least in Colombia, I didn't find a whole lot of like good meat. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, people love our barbecue there. It's good stuff. You know, that's very funny, but I think it's cool. And it's really a bit of more story about the intrigueness of a genie. And how you've gotten involved in a lot of different things that you have a passion for. I think it's absolutely fantastic. I'll tell you, one of the best Chinese meals I ever had was in Germany when I was there on a business trip years ago. There was a Chinese restaurant down the street from my hotel. I was there for a week at a toy convention, and I ended up eating dinner there every night. It's the best Chinese food I ever... It was some Chinese immigrants that had moved to Germany and started a restaurant. And by the time the fifth day I was there, that was their best friend. I'd come in, the chef would come out, what do you want tonight, Mr. Green? And uh, they'd make me something special. So you never know. So barbecue in Bogota. I love it. Well, let me ask you this, because you're a very eclectic, unique woman. I mean, you're involved in a lot of different things. When did you realize that your life and your career was going to have so many facets? You know, the thing is, I never thought about it. I think I just I'm a person that just kind of does things. 
and I think sometimes that's just the best way to do it. You you can overthink a lot of things, right? You can overthink like, you know, this industry is pretty saturated. I should probably shouldn't get involved in this or, you know, the risks. And oh, yeah, I can't tell you how many people tell, told me about, boy, restaurants is risky. Restaurants in South America. That sounds in Colombia, in Colombia. <laughs> You know, it's yeah. like, aren't there like drug lords over there? You know, and I can tell you funny stories about, you know, the the food truck and the food cart cartel that we had to deal with, which is interesting. But generally, like, I just try things and do things. And you kind of have to just not care. Kind of like, you know, when you dance and you might look goofy or something, but you just don't care. And you just got to try it. And you never know until you try something because there's lots of people, yes, out there trying and trying to do the same thing. But very few people will actually do it and do it. even yeah. fewer people will will do it well so there's always a chance just i mean just get out there and i just don't really think about whether i should do something or not do something you just have to kind of try it you know there's a good new mantra i got for you Jeannie. what's that don't worry about it just dance <laughs> <laughs> i like it that's pretty cool with all the different things you do do you have a favorite thing about your businesses about your life is there one thing that really draws you in your your strong passion with all the things you're involved in um gosh it's just hard to tell i what i can tell you is that with all the various businesses that i do it's brought me relationships with some amazing people because i think when you're when you're operating kind of outside the box and doing a lot of crazy things people for whatever reason tend to like that and it's not something that i would have initially thought but if you just kind of like head down do the things that you love and be passionate about what you do and be genuine about what you like people give you chances because i've had tons of work where you know like i have absolutely no experience i have like just nothing that should say you should go do this job but because i loved what i was doing and people will give me a chance and say like look you did this really well this is something different but we think you can apply that and people just give me chances to do things and i've always had great experiences and the more you do this kind of stuff the more you can come into contact with with people that are just inspiring people that um, have also kind of done the same thing of, I didn't know, I had no idea what I was doing. You know, I have a friend who, you know, is a builder and had no really background, no official studies. And he was like, you know, I'm just going to try this. I started working at a company and started learning everything. I started reading books. And next thing you know, now he owns a huge construction company. Yeah, there you go. Take a chance and dance. Very cool. You're an inspiring lady. Let's take a short break and hear from a couple of our sponsors that make this show possible. We'll be right back. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYA and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how. 
at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars yeah website at carsyeah.com. All right, Jeannie, I want to ask you a question. I'm going to kind of crawl under the hood and get your fingernails a little dirty here. I want you to share with us a big challenge you faced in your life or even a big failure, better yet, a big failure. But the important part of this, that when you take us through this story, is what did it teach you and how did you come out on the other side in a positive way? You know, a while ago, um, so I had really just, uh, you know, gotten out of college at the time. and. I was at a company that I worked with, a tech company, data tech company that I loved. And I was pretty brand new to, you know, the whole company. They had hired me right out of college. And then I quit after like a year and a half to do graduate school. During that time, well, they hired me back on as a consultant right away. And um, so I just kept working with them. And somewhere I picked up a project where we're developing all this new technology And I'm working directly with the CTO and CEO of the company and pretty fresh out of college. So I'm like, I really have no idea what I'm doing here. Way over my head here. Yeah, exactly. And I like it. But like I said, then I ended up getting used to that because sometimes you just wing it. And sometimes you just as long as you have a passion for learning um, and I sometimes you just question yourself, right? You have doubts, no matter how smart you think you are, how much experience you have, there's always going to be a position where you're in and somebody is going to make you feel like, wow, I know absolutely freaking nothing. You just kind of got to power through that and you eventually discover that you know way more than you do and that your idea still means something. So, and I know for me, it's like, it was hard because, you know, I was out of college. I was so impressed by these people I was working with. And I was like, I have no idea what the heck I'm doing here or why they even hired me to be here. But, you know, through learning, through working with people, through asking questions, I really had, I was kind of afraid, like, am I going to fail at this and look like, uh, you know, a complete idiot. But, you know, you kind of work through it, you persevere through it. I learned a lot of things. And it turned out I had a lot of great ideas. We ended up building something pretty amazing. And it worked out. But it's, you know, there's definitely times I think in everybody's life where you just feel scared. And you're like, man, should I do this? I really don't know. But it's it, it just, if you just do it and power through, I think people will find that you know a lot more than you do or than you think you do sometimes. So what's a key thing you might share with somebody out there that might find themselves in this situation? Because we've all heard the term fake it till you make it. But lots of times that's very scary when you're in a business and you have bosses who are looking at you for answers and so forth. And you don't want to look like an idiot. You want to fail. But what's maybe one little tip you might give somebody who finds himself in that position Is it gain more knowledge? Is it just have more confidence or what is it? How do you get through that that self-concern that you put yourself on yourself? I call it fear, F-E-A-R, false evidence assumed real. Yeah. So how do you how do you get through that? Gosh, that's a really good question, Mark. You you ask some good questions. (laughs) Well, thank you. You have such an such an awesome podcast. Um, Thank you. So I would, you know, if I were to think about this, I think just being genuine is one of the thing, the important things. And if you really don't know, sometimes it's more about setting expectations. A lot of times people don't necessarily want to know that you have the answer, but they want to know that you have a path to getting to the answer. Um, and so sometimes I don't just, every situation is different, but a lot of times I find that, you know, working with clients when they're really pissed off at you, they're, you have no idea 
if you're going to be able to fix something or not, but they want an answer immediately. And the thing I usually default to is just say, honestly, like, look, I can't tell you exactly right now, but this is the plan. This is what I would like to do for you. This is how I'm going to walk through each step. I want to, you know, stay in communication with you, let you know what's going on. And as soon as I can have a firm answer for you, um, you know, I'll let you know. Then that gives you time to go and do your discovery, go and do your research, do, go and do certain things. So that's in some instances. In some instances, you really do just kind of like make it till you make it and you go and do the research. That, that's, I can't tell you how important that is to do the reading, to do um, all your re- research online, to talk to people, to go out there and just constantly be learning. And you never know when knowledge can become very useful. And sometimes, like, I, I remember just, saying like one or two things that I've learned and that I, I remembered because it, it seemed really cool to me or really important to me. And someone was like, great, if you know that, then you can work on this. So yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. really? Okay. <laughs> Very cool. Well, it's great advice. And the key thing I heard from there is be forthright, keep learning, be honest. And uh, you know what? It'll come through. It'll come through. And confidence, of course, is a big factor there. Tell us a story that instigated your personal passion for cars. Now, you and I share a passion for the Porsche mark. Uh, loved Porsches. My regular listeners uh, hear that all the time. It's been my mark of choice for many, many years. What's that pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were going to be a car gal? Okay, this is going to date me a little bit, Mark. <laughs> hey, you, you can't outdate me, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to keep that. I'm just out of college. Look, I'm just kidding. Um, hey, you're doing so. <laughs> fine. You're doing a great job there, Jeannie. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so I used to love watching Knight Rider and Kit. Oh, yeah. Kit, yes. <laughs> and yeah. I just remember sitting, you know, like, you know, your little kid and Oh my gosh, my grandma, this is at my grandma's house because I live with my grandma. She still had like the TV that had like 13 channels that you had to like turn the knob through. Yeah, to actually and, walk across the room and turn yeah, the knob. <laughs> it's so really ancient, by the way. And I was just, you know, like lie on my stomach with my feet up. And I was just so like immersed watching Knight Rider and looking at the lines of the car. I mean, sure, there's the story, but like I was so focused on the car and going fast and just fell in love with that. And yeah, that's how I, I, I can see it. <laughs> Very cool. Kit. Yeah. What a cool car. I remember that light going back and forth across the front of the car. So what is Kit thinking? Oh my gosh. How fun. Well, uh, let's talk about your first special vehicle. I know you've got a couple of very cool cars that you spend some time in the canyons enjoying or on the track and having some fun. Uh, what's the first really special car you acquired and maybe share a memory you have about that ride? The first car I got um, is a 1995 Nissan Z32. It was my first car that I I gotten. I mean, honestly, I have no idea why they gave me a car at the dealership. I was making like, I don't know, $9 an hour or something like that. I didn't really have a steady job. I couldn't believe they gave me a car. So I just got out of there as, as soon as I could. And <laughs> Before they figured it out, huh? I just figured it out. I was like, geez, I better just run before they figure it out. And then, you know, back then, there's really just, you learn about what's important to you when you're like, you know, I think I'm just going to skip a meal today because I need to make a car payment. And there were those days and that's how I got started. And it was important enough to me. And But every time I got in the car and I was behind the wheel and it didn't matter what the point A to point B was, it's like that journey, that trip, that drive was just so much more enjoyable and meant so much more than just, you know, driving down the street and getting point A to point B. And that's when, you know, as I developed my passion for cars, it's just, I love that feeling behind the wheel. 
and you know what it brought to me and to me that was worth more than I don't know I guess eating at the time so I don't yeah, know how yeah. that is well, but <laughs> I ate a lot of Top Ramen in college so I could have a cool car and go skiing and surfing. So I, I understand Top Ramen and a can of peas. So, uh, yeah, believe it or not, but it was cheap. Now, here's a very introspective question. I'm going to get into your head a little bit here. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle, you actually were manifested as a car. Not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself as a car. What would Jeannie be and why? I am going to say that it's the first Porsche that I got, um, which is a Cayman. And what I love most about the Cayman is its amazing balance. And for me in my life, I feel like balance is critically important because I am so all over the place. And my secret to handling everything is being able to have good internal and mental balance with the things that I do. And I think that's that's the key thing on if I were a car, you know, balance is going to be the sure. key. No, that's a great answer. And I love the, the Cayman. I remember the first time a Porsche had a driving experience up here in the Pacific Northwest. We were out the racetrack, Pacific Raceway, and they had all their models there. And I got invited. And I'm a 911 guy, so I've always just been diehard 911. And I jumped and It was a little wet that day, so a little slippery. Uh, they wouldn't let us take the traction control off. But I jumped in that Cayman, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love this car. This is so cool. I mean, it's just, and I've loved them ever since. Uh, yeah, I I would dare to say I might even buy one someday over a 911. I don't know if I'd give up the 911 I have, but they're nice. So balance, they're all about balance. Well, we are entering the last lap. This is a place you've probably been uh, many times out on the track. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the Cayman throttle. So here we go. Would you share one of your personal habits? And you kind of alluded to this that you believe has contributed to your success over the years? Um, I think what's really important is just give 100% or not at all. Because even if it's like a crap job, or I can't tell you how, like how many times I've just done a crap job, but somebody will pay attention. If you give 100%, it's all about your attitude sometimes. And somebody will pay attention and give you a chance to do something more. Absolutely. Yep. Seems to always be time to fix what you messed up, isn't it? So you might yeah, as well do it right the first and time. And I do mess up. Not perfect. I mess up all the <laughs> well, time. That's okay. <laughs> that means you're trying things outside of your wheelhouse. That's a good thing. I had a guest on the show years ago who said every January 1st, she set a New Year's resolution to fail a hundred times in the new year. That way she knew she was trying things she'd never done before. I thought that was oh, a that's really awesome. great idea. And there's a, yeah. um, I forget which company it is that also had an initiative like that to encourage because, you know, it, a lot of times in corporate structures, things don't happen quickly or sometimes at all because people are afraid to be punished for trying something and failing. And so they actually started an initiative to encourage that because they wanted more ideas to come forth. Then you can tweak. Maybe the original idea isn't perfect, but if you have an idea and you're not afraid, it eventually kind of, you know, develops more and more. And that kind of is very similar to my uh, thing that I mentioned earlier, which is just just do it. It may not be perfect the first time, but you yeah. keep going. I love that. Well, listeners, we are in the new year here. So I set a goal for all you listeners out there. Go out and fail a couple times this year. Don't worry about it. Go out and do something you've never done. Dare to fail. Now, if I could wave a magic wand for you, Jeannie, and arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? Um, I'm going to go with Sir Jackie Stewart, actually. So oh, cool. there's a funny story. So, um, oh my gosh, I can't remember the name of the little um, automotive 
bookstore in Burbank. So um, Jesse Alexander, a, a photographer, was doing a book signing there. And I went there years ago. And because if you can't tell already, I'm a super chatty person. While I got my book signed from him, he had this book on Monaco um, and all the, the races at Monaco, like from old school, old school Monaco. And I ended up sitting there and talking to him for like three, four hours while he walked me through the book, uh, which had a lot of Jackie Stewart in there. And there was a forward by Jackie Stewart as well and told me all the stories about the pictures that were in there. And I just became, you know, fascinated with that that time. And, you know, a time when, you know, it, automotive and racing was so dangerous and, you know, people still did it. And people just to kind of be in that time when, you know, people were a part of that. And at Monaco, I think there must be so many interesting stories. The bookstore you're talking about, I'll bet you, is called Auto Books and Aero Books. Yes, yes, that's it. Yes. That book is bookstore is owned by Tina Van Curren. She's been a guest here on the show. It's a marvelous bookstore. It's one of the last holdouts of just incredible automotive, aero, uh, transportation. Uh, go and check out my talk with Tina Van Curren on the Cars yeah website. There's links there to auto books, aero books. Check it out. Cool. And uh, yeah, Sir Jackie Stewart, I have tried to get him on the show. I actually got to sit next to him at Pebble Beach once during the judging of the, the final cars going over the ramp. And I got to sit and talk with him. A fascinating guy. But trying to get him for an interview is very much a challenge. I'm going to get him one day. But I'll tell him, well, Jeannie wants to sit down and have lunch with you. I mean, you got to come on the show. So. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Secure your car before you get under it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Be safe. Put. I've seen people with lifts, you know, or um, floor jacks and they don't put stands under there. I'm like, oh, my gosh, don't do it. I almost you killed can... myself once trying to take a little oil out of my, yeah, to try to take a little oil. I was like, ah, this can't take more than like two minutes. That's all I need. And yeah. It's, yeah. It's all you need to get killed. Yeah. It's yep. it's just super dangerous. So don't do it. Be safe under a vehicle. Yeah. Horror stories. Um, how about a, a tip for listeners? Maybe there's a resource you might share with us or a person in your life or someone that's helped make you a success. Oh, I'm going to have to say um, Moto IQ. Uh, it's an online webzine and, you know, it just talks about a lot of technical car stuff. Um, they have a lot of project cars. So my business partner, Mike Kojima, who is, you know, one of the OG, uh, everybody knows him as the OG, you know, chassis engineer, and he's just a all around good engineer. And so there's a lot of great articles on there. Um, I'm always learning. I just constantly am trying to pick up new information. It's a really great space to learn about all different kinds of cars. And most recently, um, uh, they've started talking about Porsches a lot as well. So uh, cool. that's a really great place. Moto IQ. I'll make sure I put a link to that on Jeannie Shonos page. How about a book? Is there a book you've read that you'd like to share with the Cars Yow listeners? I like books that make me think because I already read way too much like I need to learn things. Um, but Freakonomics, Remember that book, Freakonomics? From Freakonomics. A while I kind of do. Yeah. So it, it really talks a lot about, you know, I love statistics and I love data analysis. And, um, you know, it talks about like the difference between correlation and causation. And it's just got a lot of really great, interesting stories about how one thing leads to another. It's just, yeah, all around a really, really great read. I'm not going to give too much away, but it's so interesting to learn about how information gets passed and how people perceive information and, and how people relate to one thing causing another. Freakonomics. I'll make sure I put a link to that book so you can find a copy for yourself. 
on Jeannie's show notes page in the Cars yeah website. Just go to CarsYow.com, type in Jeannie, J-E-A-N-Y, her last name, Zhao, Z-H-A-O is the spelling of that. And you can find that book on aligned to the Cars yeah website. All right, Jeannie, we're up to the checkered flag. This last question could be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you a very cool, fun collector car today. Something for you to enjoy on the weekends, maybe. Maybe it's a track car. Whatever you want, I'm going to buy it for you. But there are some rules to my game since I'm writing the check today. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with or fund another business, which I figured that's probably something you'd do if you bought a Ferrari GTO. You have to drive it. No garage queens allowed around here. But here's the deal. It's the only one cool collector car you can have. So you need to choose very wisely. So what can I buy you today? Uh, not a lot of question for me about that. It's going to be the Porsche 550. Oh, an old Porsche 550. Well, yep. you know, you and I have something in common. That's uh, one of my 10 bucket list cars. I had a Beck Spider for a while that actually was built by John Wilhoit uh, uh-huh. down near you in Long Beach, California. Uh, wonderful car he built using all Porsche parts. My son and I took a ride back up the coast in that about five days coming back. But uh, never, I've driven a real one, never had a real one. They're a bit above my price range. So you're going to make things a little expensive for me today. <laughs> oh, those cars have gotten really, really pricey. What is it about the 550 that you love so much? Just the lines of the car. And I remember, um, oh gosh, I'm struggling to think of the movie. It was in a film where it, there was, it was like going down a mountain and there were skiers behind the car. Um, and it just looked absolutely amazing oh in fact actually so um i was in austria earlier this year and i think it's called skijoring so they had this gp ice race that they haven't had since like the 1950s or something it was the first one that they've had in decades that brought out porsches to basically race and drive around and mess around in in the ice and very cool yeah and that car just reminds me of that it's just an amazing looking car Yeah, they're really fun. They're great cars for sure. Porsche 550, near and dear to my heart. Jeannie, you have taken me on a great ride today, taken all of us on a great ride. I want to thank you for sharing your life and your journey with us. Could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that Porsche 550 Spider? I would just say, you know, find your passion and follow it. You know, be genuine, be true to yourself and what you love, and only good things will come from that. Absolutely. Great advice. And what's the best way for our listeners to keep in keep in touch with you, keep up with you is the way I should say it. Uh, do you have Facebook, Instagram, your website? Yep, I am on Facebook. Um, I am on Instagram. The website is zkperformance.com for the detailer stuff. Yeah, so I'm kind of all over the place and would love to connect with everybody and anybody. Feel free to shoot me a note on any of my social media contacts and would love to meet up with you if you guys happen to be in the LA, Southern California area. Um, I go to a ton of car events. I love being around car people and cars. So come and find me at an event somewhere. I usually post that stuff on my on my Instagram and Facebook. I'll make sure I put links to all her connection points on her show notes page on the Cars yeah website. A quick shout out to our mutual friend, Marianna Small, past guest here on Cars yeah. She introduced me to Jeannie. She's introduced me to some amazing people, a lot of great women too. I don't know where she was back when I was single, but uh, <laughs> probably better than I am where I am today. But I want to thank Marianna for introducing me to some wonderful people like Jeannie. Jeannie, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your experiences with our listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. I had a great time. You're welcome. 
You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah TV show? It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah TV is available on Mav TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find Mav TV on Direct TV. Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!